Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we are talking to the recipient of Rachel's first one-on-one date, Jordan V. Very yes. excited to talk to Jordan V. But, Mike, how we feeling, man? You know we got to get into our hot takes. We got to get into the hot takes, but I have to say, I have to call out Nate. He did a phenomenal, I loved watching Nate yesterday on on uh, The Bachelorette. Loved watching him. I mean, everything that he was standing for, I was back home just throwing popcorn at the screen, just standing ovation for the Nate handled himself in every single situation. And Chris, yes, Lord have mercy. That's all I'm going to say about Chris. So, <laughs> listen, Nate, Nate, Nate shut down Chris. I loved how he did it. I thought no, he, he did, did it respectfully. He called him out were- and... Oh, do you remember the Chris part? My favorite part. My favorite part that Nate did in regards to Chris. So Chris came back. This was at the end of the episode. Chris came back, right? And he just, whatever the BS he said. I want to know who said what or whatever. Gabby said something to him. Bruh. He stood up so fast. Hey, she said, you ain't you can leave now. You, I was like, heard, that's what you, I'm talking about. Boy, that's what I'm talking you about. You heard the lady. You heard, yeah, you you heard, heard her. Like, you heard the lady. And then I'd get out. I know Nate. Nate's pretty tall, right? He's a really tall guy. So he just was staggering over Chris. I was so, uh, just so happy to see that moment. Had yeah, a shout out. I was so Chris, happy too. I wanted to record today just so I can shout him out. That, that's yeah, all you could say. tell Chris wanted to come back and give those guys a piece of their mind, but you know, but for what? Bounced, and that's how you know that you've been like narcissistic. And I, I hope that you hear this, homie. Like, that's how you know you've been narcissistic. You're not there for them. Listen, man, and just make sure that, I mean, your vocals, man, they were all right. I mean, you're better than me. I'll give you that. But <laughs> that's not saying too, much. So I'm not right? going to say that. Oh, yeah, he better <laughs> that, than me too. That's not saying much, but you don't just come out on national television and, and belt out those tunes. Like, unless you're like really confident, which apparently he's a little overconfident because it wasn't that great. I'm not going to lie. No, nah, it his, wasn't that great. I, 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 nah. I kind of forgot about his uh, his voice, but it was better than mine. It wasn't so, I mean, good. It, it I'm, wasn't good I'm enough actually to like, actually come credit. out like that. I'm going to give him credit for being that confident with his voice. I really am. I, I, yeah, I'm, no, I, hey, I appreciate power when someone to you, is but, confident for that. But I don't know. It looked like Gabby and Rachel, there was like some crickets on their end when it came to when he started singing. So I don't know. But anyway, I that's why he's home, right? But I was actually that's a little shocked with uh, I was actually a little shocked with Jordan. Like I night was one too, man. with the car, with I, the, with the I, car I racing too. and all that. And I thought they him and Rachel really vibed. And he got you sent know, home, man. I'm going to ask him. You know, I like to be honest. I'm going to say, bro, you, you're a good looking dude, homie. You you obviously yeah. got her liking you. She got You got the first one-on-one. So I'm going to ask go him wrong. when he's on. I'm, I see you're going to be sweet about it. I'm going to say, Jordan, do you have game or not? 
<laughs> I just have to know. I'm going to ask him that straight up, so I can't wait hey, to man, talk listen, to our guests Maybe later. there was a conversation that we missed, you know, maybe the— I'm sure know, we missed something. on certain you know, things that we didn't see. Sir. You never know. I'm sure we but missed it, but Nate, let's get yeah, into Nate the hot did takes. it right, man. I was, I was definitely impressed with Nate, like you said. So, But, yeah, let's get into these hot uh, takes. Super stand-up for Nate. I, I, yes, I wish I was on Twitter last night. Uh, but into the hot takes, I have to know. And this also came from just watching the show and watching Logan. I thought that Logan did a phenomenal job uh, trying to get to know both the ladies. I really do. But the hot take came, and I was thinking about, like, you know, back home when you're not on the show. You're single, Brian. I got to paint the picture for you. I know. Mm-hmm. So you're single in this context. Okay. Right? Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Hypothetical, yes. of course. You know, I ain't trying to get slapped by big sis, right? Hypothetical. You're single in this context. If you want a date with a woman and she tells you, hey, just so you know, I'm loving my date with you, but I want to be respectful and let you know up front, I'm also dating someone else. I don't intend to always date two people but or three people, however many, but I just want to let you know I'm dating other people and trying to find my person. Would you so be okay, I, okay with that? so. Based based on the way you say it, I presume that they are not dating seriously, like casually dating. What me? if they casually are dating, dating seriously? No. Why are you, you even on the date with me? <laughs> like, what are you doing because on the date this, if you're dating this, somebody this, this seriously? Is exactly. This is just what happened on uh, the Bachelorette. Gabby, Rachel, Logan. He, you know, he. I think that all three of those participants are taking each other serious. No. 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 It, it's not to say that they're not taking each other serious, but I think. He's dating both at the moment, essentially, like it's meant to be serious long term. Like he wants to get serious, but he's not going to end up serious with both. Right. Like eventually he's going to have to probably choose. not. Probably. You, I mean, there's always a chance. There's, you know, what I'm saying so I, I like know. if I was in the real world and I was dating somebody and they told me, hey, look, you know, I'm I'm dating around like mm-hmm. I'm OK with it. Like if this is our first or second date, I at least know where I stand. I'm not. Yes. You know, being kept in the dark about it. And at the yes. same time, maybe I'm doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I could be honest with her right back. And yes. we could still that see leads each to other. another question. No problem. That leads to another question right there. What's the follow that? up to that then would be, is it dishonest when someone reveals something to you and you might be doing the same, but you don't tell them that you are? Strictly specific, spe- speaking to if your date tells you, hey, Brian, you know, I'm really liking you. I just want to let you know up front, be honest. I'm also dating someone else trying to see uh, which one I'm more inclined to. And you are doing the same, but you don't tell her. To me, in my eyes, that's a lie. Yeah, no. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Why okay. wouldn't you express that at that moment? You know what okay. I'm saying? Like if she expressed sure. that to me and I was doing the same thing. But yeah, I'm actually yeah. my I myself as well are I'm dating other people as well or one other person. You know, it's. Like, I don't know, I guess your question, if I was dating somebody exclusively and went and used the word serious, then I wouldn't be dating the other person. Right. OK, so like, you look so at the word like, serious. I got you. Yeah. Like I bring it down to casually, like I could go on a date with you. I could go on a date with this other person and I'm going to let each person know. And if they don't like it, I'm trying to decide for myself. It's my journey. Right. Same thing that the woman could say. You know what I'm saying? Correct, I, correct, I totally correct. respect that. And at that point, it becomes, do you want to partake in that? I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind doing it. I would like, if I like the girl, if I like the woman, I would want to see her more. And we continue to go on dates. I think that open line of communication is, is healthy. Um, hopefully it's, she continues to be honest with me. If it ever gets serious with that other person and she wants me out of the picture, 
then I'd appreciate her to be upfront about that. And I would do the same thing, but maybe the other guy drops off. Right. And now yes. you're the one left. Well, there's like, no, hey, maybe. You know what? I mean, I've decided Brian, that you're she, the one. Brian there. First off, it's me. Pause. It would be no, maybe it's Dr. <laughs> as we're talking about. Right. So she could tell you that, but then after the first date, <laughs> there's going to be no other guy, you know, it is what it is. Uh, right, but I feel you that know. you never know. I mean, you never know. True. I mean, if it's a, <laughs> I can say <laughs> but on a, that has happened to me before. A woman has said that to me. And I, my first thought was, wow, she, in my eyes, was on such a higher level because I felt that that was such a beautiful, honest, transparent thing to, to say. And I took that as she's not playing games. She's extremely serious. And the way I interpreted that was in such a beautiful highlight of her. I respected her on such a different level. Um, and I and think about it. She maybe isn't afraid to lose you because some correct men correct. maybe they're not at that level. I don't know if to call it yes. immaturity if you don't want to deal with that. But like if you couldn't handle it and you were out, then she's like, okay, that's my truth. That's the, if you don't like it, then peace out. Then peace out. That's that's the flip side about it. And this is what I think that in this example, or not this example, this true story would have happened. What took place like a few years ago. I, I guess my pride got in the way because I said, oh, I liked it when she said that. And I was like, wow, well, I'm the better man. I'm going to let it be known. Like, I'm so not wait, did it, it become like, like, like a little competition it? for you at that point? It, it wasn't like nothing to lie about. It was more of like, I respect her and I'm putting my best foot forward as well. Like it was more of. So did that kind of turn, so that I'm turned you on a little bit forward. when she mentioned that? That shit turned me on. It turned me on. Okay. It hundred percent turned me on. Like. 100 percent turn me off. I I know sometimes I was, uh, we need a little sometimes you like little challenges, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it is. I always <laughs> say that. I've said this in the past. I'm like the bachelor and the bachelorette, for some people, not all people, but for some people, it's the exact same except for you know who your competition is per se. For me yeah, and women both. I mean, there is I mean that's you're dating it is what it 30 is people, people in front of each other. I mean, not necessarily 30. I don't know who got time for all that. Like, ugh, I can't even imagine. Well, on the bachelor, but, on the bachelor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the bachelor. But like, some people might be dating three or four or five people. Maybe I've yeah. had homegirls that go on dates, and I can call them my uh, my lady friends' names. But they go on dates seven days a week with somebody different, <laughs> and that's just what they do. You know, they're, that's they're their thing. Good. <laughs> they're eating good. Steak and lobster every night. Oh, <laughs> every shit. Night some good. Sushi hey, more more power great. to you. More power to you if you're doing that. <laughs> more power to them. But no, I, I agree with you. I don't, I find it endearing. I find it extremely respectful and someone that is thoughtful and someone that's serious about dating and they're not, they're intentional. And I, I really appreciate it. That's that. rare though. So I just want to That's thoughts. rare because, rare. I mean, if you're on your first date, second date, it's like you don't necessarily owe them that per se you don't owe yeah, them I don't know. that like some people some and, people and usually keep that under wraps until later on but i just i just really appreciated the way that gabby the way that rachel the way that logan all three of them handled it and i thought about that in the real world situation It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Mike. Next hot yes. topic. If you break up with your girlfriend, who is now your ex, do you need to de- – do you delete pictures of – the history that you had with that person? Yes or no? I do. Or do you leave them up on social media? No, I delete them. And when I say delete, I'm talking about not archive, but I actually delete. And I say that for me, what my future girlfriend would do, I don't really care what she does. Um, Unless it's like... So even when you're single, though, like you're not in another relationship and like maybe she gets mad and has to delete everything. Like this is just you being single, you guys break up. So you would still do it. I would delete the pictures, yes. And I would delete the pictures for this very reason. Not to be petty, but because like I'm I love you and it hurts for me to see that. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna block you. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing none of that stuff. But I would delete the pictures because when I go to my social feed, seeing you just it's like with that Neo song where he talks about uh, his voicemail. He had to change his voicemail because it said that we can't come pick up the phone. You remember that song, song? His new album Go Hard too. Hell yeah. But <laughs> that's the reason why I would have to delete it. Not to be petty, but just because I, I'm so in love with you still. Even though you, we broke up, I'm, I still care about you deeply. And I just don't want to see that. It's only going to make me hurt more. I remember, bro, true story. I don't think I've ever said this before. Last time, uh, when, I, when I was at a relationship from the person that I was in love with, I remember going to the mall. <laughs> Brian, I went to the mall. <laughs> Within three minutes, I had to run out because I almost started crying because people were holding hands. Like oh, that's me. Wow. A, yeah, that's that's how I am. That, so therefore, that cut I have deep, to Mike. I'm just saying, bro. So just when Neil seeing just said, people we, hold hands made you run out that damn mall crying or almost crying, bro. Bro, my first love. You had, man. It, you had it bad, bro. <laughs> you oh, I had, had it bad. It I was bad. Usher, I had it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had it bad, right? But and that's after why we have you to don't do have it. to call. You don't have to call. Uh, you know, we good. Yo, but <laughs> I'm great now but yeah i would have to delete it for that reason not to be petty what about you let me ask you this though follow up mm-hmm. what if your ex gets into a relationship and now even though you don't have her on your feed you're seeing her on your timeline boot up boot up boot up that uh, also cuts deep <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to see i don't want to see that I'm so not do you block that. her at this point I'm not. No, I ain't blocking her. Like, I'm not gonna block her. I, it's, it's a tough I would, call. I would probably. It depends on how we broke up. How I would answer that question. It depends on how we broke up. Okay. If okay. I feel like there's still a potential, then I'll probably put you on mute. I'll probably put you on mute. <laughs> it's like limited, limited exposure. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I agree you. with I'll, you, man. I'll like, definitely put you on mute. Uh, honestly, I think it's uh, for me to each their own. I'm yeah, not that's the ultimate answer. I, I can't talk about your mental health. I can't talk about anybody else's mental health. If that is what it takes for you to be at peace mentally and you just can't take, you know, seeing the seeing the pictures in your feed 
or seeing her on your timeline with somebody else and you feel the need to block, like it is what it is. Some people do that. They erase the entire history just so they I don't have history. to relive I that history. Right. And I, I don't have a problem with it. Would I do it? What's that? I said I delete the cash and everything. Would you? <laughs> you delete everything. Listen, some people need to do that, and I don't fault them for that. I mean, like you said, maybe it was a rough breakup. She cheated on you. Yeah. He cheated on her. Whatever the case may be, um, or whatever. Even if you ended amicably, it's it's a situation I'm about where to say, I think the amicable regardless, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, it hurt might be even tougher. I mean, it it hurts. It hurts mm-hmm. no matter what. So. If that's what it's going to take for you to maintain your mental health and be able to move forward, because what happens? You keep them on your timeline, you keep them on your feed, and you can't you can't that's help but not think about good them for you know some what I'm people. Yeah, that's not good for some people. Correct. I remember telling I remember telling my homeboys or my homegirls too, and my sister. I was like, "Yo, stop sending me this this one chick in particular's photos. Like her, like don't give me this link no more. I'm not trying to see her. Her booed up or her this that. Sent- they they do it." They do it to be sweet. They, I forget the reasons, but like, I ain't trying to see none of that shit. I don't know. This person is no longer in my life. Yeah, no, and especially that's, somebody that's, like you, I, bro. I, I like love stupid the, hard, man. I love extremely hard, and so I'm not trying to see that. And think about it. In somebody like your position, how many tags would you get? Oh, my God. that Your yeah, ex that's, was that's, with somebody painful. else. We could, see, we could see that in Bachelor Nation going on right now. You know what oh, I'm saying? And that, that would drive me nuts. I can't even imagine. Right? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> you getting tagged a hundred times a day. Like, what is the point of that, people? Like, thanks. I I, I don't yeah, want to like, see thanks. this. Like, thanks. Like, <laughs> what? You Appreciate want me to go it? off? Like, yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> leave me alone. And I just, it's, it's like, like I think setting people, fire. To the- <laughs> yeah, it's like you sending fire to fire. Like, what are you doing right now? Come on, yeah, stop right. It. I think it's people like showing concern and care. So, like, did you see this? Or like. But it's just, yes, I have a care for this person. So I, yeah, I know a thousand times yeah. in the last ten minutes. I'm not trying to see it no more. Yeah, and so I, I that's for me. That's why I would delete. It. I'm talking. About, I'd, bro, I'd be deleting stuff off Facebook, Instagram, my cell phone. I'm not trying to see it. That's just me. Though. See, like I mean, I don't even. I don't even mess with Facebook that much as much. That neither that do I. That's anymore, why I said so. it because I'm. I, I probably have. I'm I probably have there. like pictures of like exes like. 10 years ago and it's like whatever i don't even yeah it doesn't even bother me but okay with that being said though i totally get that with that being said though do you what is your thoughts on if your 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 girlfriend or your wife or you has pictures of their ex on their social and or in their phone well let's just not i don't give a damn about phone because you'd be forgetting half the photos in your phone on your social right um yeah no that's that's kind of weird like See, Why do you have that up there? For me, it's different, bro. Like, I would say now, <laughs> if you date me and then you got a picture of you and Drake, I ain't delete that shit because. Oh, so it, it, if it's my, Drake, I yes, but if it's that. Joe Blow, no. Yeah, if, it, yeah, if it's Joe Blow, <laughs> I, you can leave him up there. I don't really care. I'm just being honest. I'm. He's I'm like, I got him. I got him. But Drake. Yeah, I got him. Drake's I ain't got Drake. Story. No, that's, that's champagne poppy, okay? <laughs> that's champagne poppy. Right? I, I ain't got champagne. Drake money now. I ain't got Drake money. Yeah, I, we you can't do that him. one, baby. You got to delete him. I'm sorry. You can, you can archive it so I don't see it. <laughs> All right, man. We've been going on way too long. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this segment of uh, Hot Takes. But we got to get Jordan in here to hear his story and what went wrong on this week's episode. Oh, let's get into it, man. Let's bring him on. Welcome, Jordan. How you What's doing, up, man? 
I'm doing good. Nice to meet you two. I've been big fans of both of you, to tell you the truth. Pleasure, uh, man. Be like honest, that. man. You listen, you listen to our <laughs> podcast every now and then? I don't listen to the podcast, but I, I watch your guys' seasons. Okay, okay. So, oh, awesome. Uh, we'll awesome. take that. Especially, take that. especially yeah. you, Brian. Especially you, Brian. Especially you. So, I <laughs> saw it, that man. whole appreciate thing. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't look, at the, look at the jawline on this guy, you. man. He's like a... He reminds me of like an old school like Abercrombie model or something. Yeah, he looks like right. a better in high school, that's what you wanted to be, right? <laughs> well, we got, I'm, I'm going to call Jake Gyllenhaal out. You're the better Jake Gyllenhaal right there. So, Jordan. I, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. I have to ask, off top, man, you're, you're a phenomenal looking guy, right? You got an awesomely cool job. Do you just not have game? Like, what happened, man? <laughs> you know, uh, I always thought I had at least a little bit. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I think at, at the end of the day, you know, she just uh, she didn't feel the connection she was looking for. And that's OK. You know, right. um, there's somebody out there for everybody. So um, Absolutely. it just turns out that I wasn't her person. And uh, and hopefully she does find her person. I mean, uh, during the season, getting into that, Jordan, I mean, is there anything that you can think of that went wrong or do you feel like you just did everything? You know, you were yourself. You did everything you could do. And it would just like you said, just wasn't a connection or was there something that threw the connection off? No, you know, I think it went great, honestly. You know, the whole day, um, from the beginning of the day when she picked me up in the Impala, um, it was great. Conversation was flowing, and we were having a great time getting to know each other. And um, I think, you know, I think we had a lot in common, so we had a lot to talk about right, off the, right from the start. And uh, we would dive into those topics, you know, flying the plane, driving the race car, talk about carburetors all the time. Uh, she was loving the carburetor talk and um you know we were just we were getting to know each other and we had common you know interests and similarities so um i think you know we got past that and we we started to see if there was a love connection and um i definitely felt like there was something um i feel like she felt something too um but you know at the end of the day it wasn't enough and you know maybe she already had started some connections with other guys um for instance you know logan the night before um so i think at the end of the day you know it just wasn't enough for her and that's okay and um hopefully she finds what she's looking for well definitely res respect how you feel in regards to her and just yourself i mean i think that you handle yourself well uh brian and i both had you like really high up like truly truly i'm not gonna lie man i haven't been this shocked like for somebody to go on, like usually those first dates are, these are like some of the favorite guys, right? So I was just shocked. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't think it sounds like you did everything. You showed out, you were yourself, you know, you presented yourself in a great way and it just wasn't in the card. So, you know, no knock against you at the end of the day, I don't think. No knock whatsoever. I mean? But with that, Jordan, was there something that maybe the audience didn't get to see? Because we, as we know, we've been on the show as well. There are things that every single second can't be shown. Was there maybe a conversation that you feel like uh, maybe more friendly instead of romantic? No, I don't think so. I think really, you know, um, building a relationship is about friendship first, right? So it is. Um, yes. a lot of our conversations were cordial and we were having a great conversation and we were joking around. She was laughing. I was laughing. I mean, you saw us on the plane um, when she asked me if I was scared and I said, Such yes, cool she, she had a belly laugh right there. So I knew that uh, she found it a little funny. But um, I think, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, um, we're looking for a love connection. She's looking for a husband. And our connection just wasn't quite measuring up to what she was looking for. And um, 
I, I think she was right in that decision too. I mean, she's got to do what's best for her. You know, it's her journey. Um, I just was lucky to play a little part in it. No, nah, definitely agree with you there. Yeah, I, man, I, I really respected her for that because you would hate for somebody to drag you on, you know, and lead you on and it, it gets deeper into it. So I respect her for that too. Yeah. You know, it, and I've thought about that too. You know, I thought about um, when she sent me home and thought about, you know, if she would have kept me and feelings gotten strong, she would have, yeah, well, well, not even that. It's just maybe she knew that it was missed, that something was missing, but she still decided to keep me and move me forward. You know, would that be doing me, you know, a disservice? So I respect her um, for just being honest with herself and being honest with me and just telling telling it like it is, like how it should have been, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really respect her decision. Yeah. Could you look at it the other way in the sense of maybe, damn, I wish – Maybe if she would have given me a little bit more time, like maybe that it could have opened Pandora's box as far as a connection between the two and maybe like something clicked in her brain instead of deciding so fast. You know, all the scenarios run through your head, you know, no matter what. So do I think that maybe if I suck around a little longer, could we have built on the connection that we already had? Possibly. But, you know, when you know, you know, and That's I think she true. knew in that moment during that very night. True. So, um, she obviously respected me enough uh, to tell me the truth yeah. and let me go home. So uh, I really respect that. How do you feel about, so you are in a president, unprecedented season. You have two bachelorettes, right? That'll be there the entire time. If Rachel said, hey, Jordan, you are my person, but I still want you here because you are a good person and you may be a good fit for Gabby. How would that, how would you have responded to that? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good question. I think, um, I think I went into the experience knowing that I was going for Rachel. Okay. Um, that's kind of how I went into it. Uh, Gabby's a great girl. I had a, I had a lot of things I wanted to talk to Gabby about actually her relationship with her grandfather. Um, I can relate to very much. So I actually have a tattoo on my arms in tribute, um, to my grandfather. So, um, I think I could have related to Gabby in some sort of way, but, um, I really went in for Rachel. And I was going to give all my effort to her. And I did that. You know what? Didn't work out. And it is what it is. Nothing wrong with that. It's funny, uh, Mike, because uh, we were talking about this. Remember, we were talking about this, like, you know, as far as going into hypothetically, right? Going in, like, would you yes. kind of figure out? Clickbait. I actually would have taken Jordan's approach. I would have just yes. gone for the girl I wanted to go after. And if it didn't work out, then I either would have bowed out or have her send me home. But. I wouldn't have, you know, kind of tested the waters with both. That was just, me. you know, I was, I was thinking about that conversation. Right I was thinking about that conversation, uh, watching you, Jordan, last night, watching Logan. And I had told uh, Brian on our sister station on clickbait, I said, I would have gone in completely open to both people if I was attracted to both people. And then, you know, saw if the personality I was attracted to as well. But after watching it last night, I think that would have been the day that I would have decided to go after one person. Cause at that point in time, y'all had been there, what, three, four days. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really a tough, it's a tough question. It's a tough scenario. You know, this is the it first really time is. it's happened. Um, so, you know, going into it, yeah, I had my mindset, other guys had different mindsets and that's okay too. I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, depending on your personality and what you know, you want, um, I think that's how you went into it. So I think some of the guys who, when went into it with an open mind um, 
I think they're right to do that. You know, I mean, talk to Gabby, talk to Rachel. You're not going to know where the connection is yet. You know, until you actually talk to both of them. Right. Exactly. I mean, you're lucky to end up with either one of them. So if you go in there wanting to talk to both of them, then that's a great thing. Um, But yeah, just me personally, I just knew I had a feeling that um, Rachel was going to be my focus. And um, Gabby is a great girl. Obviously, she's fantastic. And she's made great connections uh, with some of the other guys. I saw that, you know, in the house. I saw some of the guys uh, really, really smitten by her and as they should be. So, um, I love you know, I was taken by Rachel. Yeah, I was taken by Rachel and, and I went for that. So how how do you feel you know months. after watching the show back? What what what, what are, you know? How does Jordan feel? Yeah, you know it was definitely tough. Um, take it, take it, paint it, a picture for us. Where were you at watching the show back? Were you with friends? Tell us that whole side. I, I was with some family members. Um, okay. I watched the first episode with some family, and then I watched the second episode with different family. So. Um, it was definitely, you know, it was hard to watch, hard to relive those feelings and those emotions. And um, it feels like a distant memory, but it's not really that that distant. And um, it was it was tough. I think, you know, I watching it back, I saw her trying, you know, um, to really get it, build the connection. And, and you know, I was trying to. But um, I think, you know, watching it back, I just saw that she knew I saw it in her face at the dinner that she knew um, what she needed to do with me. Mm-hmm. And so seeing that, it kind of gave me closure in the situation because I left and I didn't quite know why I didn't understand. Um, but after watching it back, I think I got the closure mm-hmm. I needed. That's good. To hear. How was uh, the support of your family? Like, how did they react to you going home? The support of my family has been great. I mean, they were so you know proud of me to even take this chance and go on the show. Um, so yeah, they've been great. They've supported me. They said that, um, you know, they respect how I handled the situation and how I went about it. And, um, that's, you know, a goal of mine just to be a gentleman, you know, that's, that's, if you could, if you could try to be a gentleman, you know, then everything will work out. And, uh, I want to, you know, act with respect and I think I think I accomplished that. You certainly did that. You certainly did. Uh, did you watch last season when Rachel and Gabby were on The Bachelor? I did watch last season. Yes, I did. Okay, and so you, so you knew from like just their personality, like that was Rachel was the woman for you. Yeah, and that's why you know okay. watching their season um, with Clayton, I that's that's how I knew. You know, I knew Rachel's yeah. personality, and I felt like we would click a little better. Um, you know, she's very sweet, nurturing. She has that kind of vibe, you know, and um, that's kind of the way I am too. You know, I've had to take care of, you know, I enjoy taking care of my family, hanging out with family and friends. Um, so yeah, I, watching their season back, you know, I knew going into this when they were announced as Rachel and Gabby as the Bachelorettes, um, I knew that I was really, really excited to meet Rachel. How do you feel about two Bachelorettes? <laughs> Well, it was wild in the beginning, you know, when we first found out, um, you know, you just, you don't know how it's going to go. And the first, the first thought I had was, what's it going to be like getting out of a limo? You know, are we going to walk up to two of them or is just one of them going to be there and one of them's going to be somewhere else or, you know, how's it going to go down? But um, I think with two bachelorettes too, it made getting out of a limo like 
way more like stressful. Like you, really? I agree. You get, oh yeah, you got out of the limo and they're both standing there, and you're like, oh my god, like there's two of them, and they're, they look first. beautiful that night too. It, it was it, yeah, it was wild. It was crazy. So take take us back, man. Like what made you go on the show in the first place, or when did you decide to do it? Yeah, so you know, growing up, um, I watched a show with my mom. You know, that was something that we did. We did. We watched your season, Brian. Uh, that was definitely one that stuck out with us. And, um, you know, growing up watching it, always been a fan of the show. And I always, you know, kind of thought about, you know, what if I ever got the opportunity to actually do it? And um, I found myself in a position in my life um, where I could do it. You know, I could take that chance and I could see where it would lead to. So I actually applied myself and um was was reached out to and it was a quick process from there but um i got involved and uh, i wouldn't have wanted it any any other way did you apply for rachel or did you apply like prior to knowing who was going to be the bachelorette but when you found out it was her you were like super happy yeah so i mean it's not always the same obviously i mean you guys know that but um it was getting down toward the end i think you know, it was getting down toward the end. And so I knew kind of who it may be. And I was like, you know what, if it is, you know, I was hoping it was a certain person. So if it is, then I'm going to do it. And so I just put it in, you know, I didn't even expect to hear back to tell you the truth. That's why I just did it. And I didn't even expect to hear back. You look like a saint, man. (laughs) No, I swear. I didn't, I didn't expect it. Like it's a, you know, it's, you don't expect to get picked you know, you don't expect to get that call back, you know? So I just did it thinking I was never going to hear back. And when I heard, uh, it was like, wow, you know, I'm definitely going to see this through and see where it goes. And then, um, when I found out it was Rachel, it was even better. And was your family on board with the application the entire way? Actually. So yeah, I didn't tell anybody I applied. Oh. And then, um, you had to, when you had I got to tell moms calls after back, the fact. <laughs> yeah. So then I told my mom, but then I only told my mom. That was it. She was the only person that knew. So I told my mom and she was very excited. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, cause I didn't know if it was going to happen or not yet. So I told my mom I did something and you know, I may be involved somehow. Um, didn't tell my sister, didn't tell my brother, didn't tell my dad, didn't tell my friends. Um, <laughs> until yeah, it was, it was, you know, cause I wanted it to be as special for them as it is for the rest of America, you know? I wanted Sweet. them to experience it fully as well. Yeah. So um, I think we need to I didn't end up telling my dad until like she kept you know, that she secret. Kept right? secret. Yeah, yeah, she, she kept, kept that secret. secret. Shout out to she mom. Like. She did. No, shout out to mom. Gina. Shout out to mom, Gina. <laughs> shout out to Gina. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then, you know, eventually as I got down the line, I told my dad and he was on board with it. And then I told my brother and my sister and they were ecstatic. So um, I never told my friends though. My friends found out <laughs> When, when the everybody. cast was released. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my friends found out when the cast was released and they went they went nuts. Obviously, I didn't know they went nuts, but they were going nuts. Amazing. Nice. And did nice. anybody uh, in your inner circle or I don't know if you know anybody you know that was on the show in the past, did anybody give you any type of advice going in? No, I did not know anyone from the show of the past. Um, I had no advice going in. I just, Your mom like didn't I give said, you just took the chance. 
No, I mean, she, I mean, she raised me, right? That's all the advice you can give a kid, right? Raise me right, and then see what happens. It's like so, you're perfect, honey. Um, <laughs> go in there and, and go. Yeah, there. <laughs> just go ahead. That's go it. ahead. Um, so yeah, no, I didn't know anybody. I went into it with an open mind, and um, it was a great experience. You know, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk, talk about getting, uh, you know, your mom raised you right, you know, he's a great, a good child. When you first had your time with Rachel, you know, America was wanting you two to kiss, right? Was that, is that something that you do on a first date or were you like, uh, like, was there a thought in your mind of like, should I, should I not? At the moment's right, well, like, what would I do? Was that a thought that went through your brain? Honestly, no, it wasn't. Um, honestly, I didn't even think about it. You know, I wasn't going into the first night thinking, you know, I'm going to kiss her. You know, I, I wasn't thinking that. I just was That's focusing on the connection. I wanted to get a conversation. All I, My goal was to get a conversation and just let her know that I was there, you know, mm-hmm. and get her get to show her a little side of me. So, yeah, you know, watching it back and her saying she was hoping that I kissed her. I Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I should have, <laughs> I guess, looking back on it. Um, but uh, well, I was just focused on building the connection and. Yeah, I was just built, focused on building connection, showing her the race car and the controls and stuff like that. And um, I think I made a good impression. Not good enough for the first rows, but a good enough. Yeah, and even though you didn't kiss, right. man, I mean, yeah, like Mike said, you got the first one-on-one date. Like, how did that feel? Like, did yeah. you have any idea going in that you would actually be the first guy to be called? Not in my wildest dreams that I think I was going to get the first one-on-one and and it was a great honor. You know, the first one on one is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, when they called my name on the date card, I kind of went through shock a little bit. You saw it on TV. I was like, you know, I, was like, oh. <laughs> like, I didn't think they were going to call my name. Were the um, other guys but, piercing a hole through your body? Like, Yeah, I'm, you know, like, yeah, they were. No, no, no. I think, you know, I think at that point, it's a little early, you know, like all the guys are just trying to get some time. And the first one on one is like, it's a big deal. But the guys aren't too, you know, upset with you yet. I think, I think, yeah, I think build um, connections and Chris get stronger. Me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get Probably, to that later. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but no, it was great. I mean, to have the first one on one was special for me. And um, it was a great date to be on, too. You know, going up zero gravity was how was spectacular that? experience. Seriously. Yeah, it was wild. That? Like, OK, so I find it pretty cool now and I might be bragging a little bit but i've gone 330 miles an hour and i've been in zero gravity so like you know that's pretty cool. like, what's up? i've done two pretty cool things that's an so, ig bio to me uh <laughs> hey listen yeah, so and i remember back i remember back i believe it was nick season him yep. him and vanessa grimaldi went on that same date and she ended up throwing up on that date uh, inside the gravity oh, wow. thing so hope luckily whoa, whoa, whoa. you didn't throw was up. it throw up like moving around I don't remember. I just know. I just oh. know she got sick. I remember her oh, getting God. sick. 
So glad that happened. Well, obviously, that turned out because he ended up picking her at the end. But, but that must have been a crazy experience, man. At least you didn't get, you know, it seemed like you were used to it from all the the car racing and stuff. To that, uh, need yeah, for yeah. Speed I mean, speed and adrenaline. Yeah, I don't think you ever can get used to that feeling. To tell you the truth, I mean, maybe there was some queasiness here and there, but um, I was used to the G forces. You know, they told us um, in the the kind of prep meeting. You know, you're gonna feel. 1.2 g's you know stuff like that well the race car it pulls five when it takes off so it's five g's when it takes off and then wow, when i throw the parachutes it's seven so i know what g-force feels like and so when they said 1.2 i was like okay you know i think i'll be able to handle that so um but it was a great experience and um it's really like the feeling of weightlessness is honestly like it's it's so hard to describe it feels, I mean, the closest thing to it is like you're in a pool, obviously floating, but it's just a weightlessness to it that you can't even describe. I think I'm gonna have to do that date one day because I, I was so hating on you, like in such a positive way. I was like, this date looks amazing. I want to do this so bad. But I, I, no, you were was. talking about the, the your car, it goes 5G's off the back, right? Can you get into like your origin story? Yeah, so of how that even starts? How'd you get into that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, drag racing has been in my family ever since I was born. Um, my grandfather kind of got involved in the sport. It's called the NHRA, uh, National Hot Rod Association. Um, he got involved. He was, uh, in marketing and things like that. Um, and so my uncle took a liking to it and he decided to start his own top fuel team. Um, it was called Bob Vanegar racing. And, um, so his rookie year was, I think the year before that I was born. Yeah. The year before I was born. So I grew up, you know, going to the races and not a lot of people knew what drag racing was, um, but I did. So I would go on the weekend and I'd go back to school and they'd be like, what'd you do over the weekend? And I'd be like, oh, I went to the drag race. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, <laughs> well, it's these cars. And then, you know, it's like, it's, it's so hard to explain. It's like, you just got to come with me next time. Just come with me and you'll see. So um, I eventually, you know, I tried to stay out of it growing up. My parents tried to keep me out of it. Um, they had me playing baseball. I played baseball through high school. My mom felt it was probably a little dangerous I to drive the race cars. I was ask just that. I was a like, mom was so, probably totally against it. <laughs> yeah. Her baby so, in the, you know, in that, but eventually, in that thing. <laughs> yeah, eventually it got to a point where, you know, I was old enough and I was kind of looking at it and I was like, you know what? Um, you know, you only live once, right? So take the opportunities that are given to you, take the chance. And my uncle was you know, he, he allowed me to pursue it. And, um, it took me about two, three years to kind of get up to the professional level. Um, you start in a car that's called a super comp car. It goes about 170 miles an hour in like eight or nine seconds. And then I made the step up to what's called a top alcohol dragster. Um, that goes 275 miles an hour. <laughs> that's why that naming five seconds. Right. Yeah. Why that naming convention? <laughs> Is there a reason for, what do you mean? Wait, for wait, that you name? Say, so you said alcohol? Yeah. Top alcohol. So it runs on alcohol. So the, oh, instead oh. of, oh, it's okay, not yeah. gas, it's not your regular. So it's a top alcohol dragster. So it runs on alcohol. Okay. Uh, not the alcohol we drink. You know, yeah, yeah. Man, my face right but, there, uh, I was so like, what is he talking about? Okay. <laughs> we're like, that's, no, 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 no. that's a weird name to call that. That sounds super dangerous. Yeah, like, no. Going this fast and drinking? Okay. <laughs> Yo, so yeah, wait. so it, that, 
No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Finish it. Finish wait, it. Wait, finish it. Yeah, yo, I got it. Okay, so top alcohol dragster. Okay, that goes 275 miles an hour in about 5.2 seconds. So crazy. Um, and then you make the step up. That took me about a year. You make the step up to the professional level uh, in what's called a top fuel dragster. And the top fuel dragster is the quickest accelerating car on the planet. Um, it goes zero to 330 miles an hour in about 3.7 seconds. Jesus. So to put that in perspective, you know, um, your average car goes zero to 60 in like five or six seconds. I go zero to 100 miles an hour in 0.8 seconds. What? Eight. So it's what? it's it's the quick acceleration that's the thing and then you know the speed part of it is at the end of the track which is cool so uh, that's why it pulls 5g's when you take off it pulls 5g's because it's 0 to 100 in 0.8 seconds i, I have i have i have questions <laughs> so okay, my ask, God. ask the questions so, ask the questions <laughs> so like was this you got in the car first time you felt the the need for speed you loved it or were you freaked the freak out i want to say the i have never said this i have never said this before i was terrified you know when i first got in it i'm not gonna kid you i'm not gonna kid you 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 know you think that you just get in these things and you're like you know you're gonna be all macho and it's gonna be great you know uh but no you're absolutely terrified especially when i strapped into the top fuel car for the first time um it was an organized shut off you know you go about 300 feet and and you get off the gas so you know my first run it was in vegas and we hit it. I went to 300 feet, let off, and I got out of the car. And I'm thinking to myself, "Am I absolutely insane <laughs> for wanting to do this? Yeah, for wanting to do this and keep doing it?" And I had to question myself. But eventually, you know, you get used to it with all the runs you have, and um, and then it turns into fun. Then once you get used to it, it's real fun. Is, okay, is there, so that was my follow-up question. Like, what's your end game? What's your why with this sport? Like, do you want to be the greatest drag racer to ever live? Like, what's your yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ab- actually, yeah, you know, um, that's the kind of person I am. You know, anything I get involved in, I want to be the baby. best at. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, you know, I want to be the best drag racer to ever live. There's a couple guys that uh, there's actually a lot of famous, famous drag racers. And um, hopefully one day that my name will be mentioned with some of their with their names. I'm, I'm sure crazy. <laughs> Do you guys like have? We may, like, be ta- we may be talking to the future all-time best. That's crazy, Brian. We're not. Maybe so. we are. We hundred percent are talking to the future all-time. There you go. Right. Put it, right. put it out right. there, Mike. Put it out in the yeah. universe. I got you. Put Jordan. it on the world. Put it on the world. Maybe it'll come true. I, I have so many questions myself. What, one: Is there a, a season for drag racing? Because I mean, yes. you had to take time away from the show. So, are you in off-season technically right now? No, technically, or actually, they're now, racing right now. Okay. And are you back racing? Or are you, they're racing no. right now? So. Um, Last weekend, they raced in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Um, this weekend, they'll be in Sonoma, California. Um, so, yeah, they're racing right now. Um, I'm working on a few things, obviously, the show. And it was a great opportunity for me. So, um, And I wanted to meet Rachel. So, um, hey, bro, I don't blame you. That was, that was, really, the, that was, really, the, that was really the kicker. So, um, <laughs> But, yeah, I'm focused on next year. Next year or maybe, maybe a few races this year, but we'll see. So um, let's see. I'm sorry, Brian. I, gotta, I, 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 so, I have so many questions in regards to this. It's so cool to me. Yeah. So when it, in like, I love boxing, right? And they say there, or in just sure. fighting in general, when you're out of a ring, there's like dust that you have. Like they say, you know, ring dust or whatever the case may be. Is it the same yeah. for drag racing, would you say? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a brush of adrenaline, you know, 
typically on average you'll do two runs a day so those two runs take a lot of adrenaline out of you how much it cost yeah because i mean i know gas gotta be Um, well so (laughs) maybe i shouldn't be saying this but why not who cares um one run just one run probably costs like seven to ten thousand dollars wait seven to ten grand for how many seconds like for a second a little under four a little under four okay so and that's because and that's but that's because so let me so let me explain the parts are really you know the parts are expensive of course so because we make so much horsepower and because the cars are so violent like it's eleven thousand horsepower so you know it's it's an unheard of amount of horsepower so i know i said that on the show and they got me saying that but it's kind of a cool step um it is but yes so the parts get basically wrecked every run um so that's where that's why it costs so much because you kind of have to replace things um after each run so um, so it's really a big thing for you to be a professional because i mean they're the sponsor the people that are that you're a part of are putting a lot of money into you i was going to ask that is it sponsorships is that some of your own money all your own money it's no, it's sponsorships. It's okay, sponsorships. I, say, I mean, yep, yep, my yep, Jordan, I know your pockets, but bro, can you afford fifteen thousand dollars a day? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's sponsorships. It's sponsorships. So, do you guys have to be in shape for this? Um, you know, I like to. St- I mean, I like to stay in shape just because you know that's who I am. Yeah, um, but like to be a great yeah, racer think, for the genes. I think staying. Like, are you I mean, sore? I think staying in shape can. O- after yeah. That? So. It can only, you know, staying in shape can only help you. I feel like, you know, like uh, yeah, there's I mean, no downside yeah, to yeah, being in shape, like that, yeah. you know? True. So Very true. yeah, you do get sore. So when you get seat belted in the car, there's two big straps that come, you know, over your shoulders and you get wenched down like hard because if something happens, you know, um, you want to be strapped in tight yeah. and to the, to the cockpit. So, um, yeah. So sometimes, you know, you get out of the car, you, you break open the belts and, throw them off and yeah when i get home at night at the hotel your collarbones will be a little be a little sore because especially when you throw the parachutes too it throws you forward like really hard so um you you might get some bruising around this area but so for example like obviously indycar they have the indy 500 then there's the daytona 500 like what's the super bowl of drag racing good question the super bowl of drag racing is called the u.s nationals and it's in indianapolis indiana Nice. Um, and it is the holy grail of drag races. Yeah, if you win Indy, then you've made it. Your name's cemented. It's it always goes Indy winner. Your name. Yeah. Nice. When, when, so when, when is that? Is it? Yeah. When is it every year? Uh, that's actually Labor Day. Okay. I so might have something to do. Um, okay. <laughs> that's there's 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 a there's a possibility I could be I could be driving. I could. How be do you, racing How do you it. know? Like you have to qualify. Like with other races? Uh, yeah, or? so so a race structure, well, a race structure, I mean, I'm trying to find, you know, uh, basically fi- try to find a seat with the team. Um, but, yeah, so the race structure is you do qualifying Friday and Saturday, and then the race is on Sunday. So qualifying Friday wow. and Saturday, typically one to two qualifying runs, you get seated based off your quick times. So, you know, the quicker you are, you're number one. The slower you are, you're number 16. It goes to 16. Um, and then Sunday on race day, it's one versus 16, two versus 15, and it's ladder style. And then you just go down the ladder. So 
the winners move on to the second round, second round winners move on to the semifinals, and the semifinal winners move on to the final, and then whoever wins the final wins the race. So you have to win four times in a row to win the race. Oh, so wow. it's like NBA finals. You got to win. And that's four. just to get into the to Indy to the yeah. Wow. No, so that's so qualifying to get into Indy is just Friday and Saturday to okay, see gotcha. you, depending Man. on how many cars are. If twenty two cars show up, then you know at sixteen spots, then six cars don't make it. So you have to make it to Sunday. Jordan, so is this Sunday, an expensive sport happens. to get into? Like before um, you get, I think it's obviously expensive. Are. But before you get yeah. sponsored, like how can you, can somebody from like a lawyer economic upbringing go into this sport easily? Yeah, you know what? So that's that's the great thing about drag racing. Um, we have so many categories. I mean, there's a few at the top. There's about four or five professional categories. Oh, um, yeah. But other than that, it's called the Sportsman Series. And drag racing goes all the way down the ladder. It's really grassroots drag racing is really where, you know, it, it really matters. You know, there's plenty of people that that bring their 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 old school cars out to the drag strip on the weekend and have a lot of fun. So um, anybody can do it. And I really recommend it. It's really fun. You know, just stay off the streets. If you want to go fast, come to the track. We've got yeah. the track there for you. Don't, don't drive fast street. on the streets. That's what the, the one big thing a lot of people ask me. It's like, oh, you know, do you drive fast? And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I just stay safe on the streets. <laughs> no. And I, I go street, fast I on the track. <laughs> I was going to ask, have you ever like suffered any injuries doing this? And also, sometimes you see these like NASCAR drivers, like they get heated with each other. I mean, obviously they're like racing and weaving in and out of traffic yeah. and bumping yeah. into each other. Like, have you ever had any beef with any other the drivers at all? No, no, I haven't had, no, first I haven't had any injuries, um, crashing and drag racing that not going to work for you. Yeah. The technology, yeah. The technology has really advanced, um, and the cars are really safe. They're the safest they've ever been. So I feel safe in it. Um, you know, things can happen, but that's kind of, it's kind of what you accept when you get in the car, you know, you kind of have to face that reality and I have, um, but yeah, no, there's no injuries. And then, um, I think what was the second question you asked me, Brian? It as was far as to... like the competitive nature within the, oh, the competitive racing nature. circuit, like has there ever been any problems with any other drivers at all? No, I mean I think when you're in when you're in competition, you know, tempers are gonna flare. And in drag racing, tempers definitely do flare. Me, my personality, a little laid back, a little easy going, and uh, <laughs> you said it's like so smooth, fun, I'm but, a little uh, laid back. <laughs> yeah. Because you know how there's like a code of conduct, like in other sports, like, oh, you're drawing, you know, you're crossing the line when you do this. Like, I was wondering if there's anything. No, there is. Yeah. Okay. What would would something be like that? Okay. So here, let me see. Let me see if I could try to explain this. Um, The big thing would be with the staging procedures. Okay. So how I'm going to explain this is, so two cars are racing each other, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they come up to the starting line. All right. So to get them exactly even at the starting line, we go through a two-step process of staging. Okay. So how it tells us is there's two, there's kind of like a half circle bulb. So when you go into the pre-stage, that means you're about six inches away from being staged and ready. So that top half of the bulb will come on. So that lets the other driver know that, you know, you're in the pre-stage position. So you wait for the other driver to get in pre-stage. So then it's two half circles on top. 
So then both drivers know that they're in pre-stage. Okay. So then there's a procedure in pre-stage it's driver stuff. I, don't, I won't go through that, but, um, and then that's when you have a person goes in the whole bulb will light up. That means they're staged and ready to go. So then the other person has to get in the whole bulb will light up staged, ready to go. And then at, at any moment the lights will flash and that's when you go. So how you can have some beef in drag racing is if you both light the pre-stage bulb and one guy goes in or girl, we have champions that are women in our sport, which I'm very proud of. Um, And if they, so if one person goes in and lights the whole bulb and the other person on the other lane doesn't and waits, they have seven seconds. But if they wait that whole seven seconds, that's kind of like a no-go. Like that's kind of disrespectful in a way. So that's one way you can have beef on a drag strip. That's crazy, man. So going back to, uh, to the show aspect, but then still you being a driver, you had mentioned a Rachel, like it's hard. You, you and Rachel connected with, it's hard for some people to understand y'all's career and things of that nature. Have you had women that you've dated in the past that were on edge about you being a driver? And if so, what happened to those situations? Obviously y'all aren't together, but um yeah yes and no i think um they understood it was my passion and it was something you know i strive to be great at and while it was dangerous um i think you know they had trust in me um but yeah it's 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 tough for somebody watching i mean especially you know my mom and my dad and my family even you know it's tough for anybody to watch me get in one and go down the track so um but yeah, with Rachel, you know, flying is, you know, flying is the real deal, you know, especially what she does, you know, being a flight instructor and, you know, she's been up by herself. Um, it's kind of the same scenario, you know, you, you, you're in control of your own destiny, right? Um, so that's where, you know, we understood each other. And I knew that I could see in her when I explained things to her about my career that she knew, she knew that feeling. Like there's just a certain feeling when you're up there alone, when you're in the car alone, when you're in a plane alone. There's a feeling that only you know, and I knew she felt that. So um, it was kind of cool to talk to her, and, and I really enjoyed kind of picking her brain about flying and stuff like that. She showed me when the plane was taking off um, in zero gravity. She was showing me with her feet what she would be doing if she was flying the plane with her That's controls. So, cool. so I thought that was really cool. Uh, definitely so. so. I mean, what are some of the things you had mentioned? You're working on some things right now. What are some of those things that if you've feel like disclosing that you're also working on yeah it's just getting back in the race car you know um i had my my rookie year was in 2019 um since 2019 a lot has happened in this world do you Um, did did covid affect your world at all yeah it it shut down the racing for a little while okay um and it kind of you know yeah it, it definitely did affect it and it affected my schedule as well um but no you know things are are on the up on the upswing and um i'm just looking to get back into a race car as soon as possible and go back racing again so you know after the show like so <laughs> i want to ask you this question but i was told that you may or may not be dating someone i'm lying no one told me that no one told me that at all no, no. <laughs> i was just trying no. to get something out of no, you I'm are single. you dating no no so, i'm not not at the moment so speaking of that what brian and i knows what i'm about to ask will you and the other boys be on bachelor in paradise sometime in the future um, 
yeah, you know, in the future, I'm definitely never going to rule that out. Um, I think right now it, it definitely be a thought, you know, I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but I wouldn't rule it out. Um, and maybe possibly in the future, I could see myself doing it. He's got some drag racing trophies to win, Mike. There he does. I don't even know, Brian, I don't even know if he'll make it to Bachelor of Paradise. I have a strong hunch that Jordan's DMs are popping. <laughs> Very strong hunch about that. So. Yeah. It's like, Rachel don't want you? We do. <laughs> All Every single last adrenaline junkie is going to be hitting you up. Say, I have that feeling, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. But, Jordan, seriously, you are a phenomenal sport. I can tell you have a good heart. Uh, shout out to Miss Gina. Shout out to your to your father, your brother, your sister as well, and everybody, man. You're a great guy. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it a lot. Yeah. And before you go, man, we would love to get uh, – I don't know if you know how we do it on this show, but we always drop a gem at the end of the show. We love our guests to do that. So what's your gem for everybody out there? All right, my gem is live life with no regrets, man. Take chances. That's the way I live my life. Um, you know, I kind of – had this thought when I was younger, you know, if I was 60, 70, 80 years old, um, if I would regret it, if I would regret not doing it, then I'm going to do it. So um, with my racing career and things like that, I would, I knew I was going to regret it if I didn't do it. I took the chance and went for it. And, you know, this, this opportunity uh, for the bachelorettes was kind of the same, you know, it was, would I regret not doing it? And the answer was, yes, absolutely. I'd regret it. So I went for it and I took the chance and and now we're here. You know, Brian, when you meet people that are really successful and athletes, but sometimes like CEOs, people like people that are really successful, they have a very calming spirit because they're always under pressure. And I feel that with you, Jordan, are you just really even kill? It's a good thing. I love that about you. But yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see you in the future. Can't you know wait what? to see you at the U.S. Nationals, man. Hey, well, let's Absolutely. hope so. Let's hope so. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for coming on, man. You were uh, you were great. Wish Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. it. Great Have to meet you home. both. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Mike. I had a great time. I find Jordan to be, from our interview with him, a really good catch for somebody. That's what that's what, that's the way yeah. I'll say that. I find I, him to be a good I, catch for somebody. I'm telling you, man. I was I was shocked. I thought I think he's a good looking guy. He's got like a cool job, like. I don't know. I thought they were getting along, so I'm sad to see him go. But like you said, man, I don't think he's going to have any problems finding <laughs> a nice young lady. <laughs> you won't have no yeah, problems whatsoever, all, but, but uh, wish him nothing but the best. Absolutely. And we hope you guys love this episode. We appreciate you for tuning in each and every week and uh, just continue to do it. We're going to try to bring you the best content possible. We love y'all. No, we definitely do it. Again, thank you guys so much for stopping us on the street and saying you love our pod, you hate our pod, just all the things and all the thoughts that you feel about it, your opinions, your comments, your stories. We read them, we listen to them, your insight. So please, when you see us in the street, say what's up. And when you see us on social, don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking About B as in Bachelor in Nation on IG. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And baby, don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. We love y'all.